Go ahead, shake that jar of sprinkles and celebrate your role as a mom. I'm Stephanie Fleece. And I'm Michelle Horton with City Moms Blog Network. And our hope is that the next 40 minutes or so bring a smile to your face, a skip to your step, and a sprinkle or two to your mundane. This is Just Add Sprinkles, Celebrating Motherhood, a podcast by City Moms Blog Network. This episode of Just Add Sprinkles Celebrating Motherhood is brought to you by our friends at Post Cereals, the official cereal of Major League Soccer. Post Cereals are bringing excitement to soccer families this summer, especially soccer moms. Stay tuned for more information. Welcome back, friends. Happy July. Uh, Summer is flying by. I cannot believe it's already July, Steph. And you know what? My kids go back to school in five weeks. Is that like a good thing or a bad thing for you? It's, uh, it, it, I love, I love the routine of school. I'm not going to lie, but it it seems a little sudden. Like we only have five weeks of summer left. Like how did that happen? I, I really am always shocked that y'all go back to school so early in August though. So five, I, I feel like I'm not even close to being done yeah. with summer, but. Did it, you guys go back after Labor Day, right? Yes, after Labor Day. But I mean, we get out at the beginning of June, so that's where it makes up for it. But yeah, I can't believe it's already July. It's amazing how quickly all the summer fun makes things fly by. It does. It really does. And, you know, summer can be a time for change for a lot of families. Um, it's a pretty typical time to move. And today we wanted to tackle the topic of moving and motherhood. Yeah. So uh, as I've shared before, I moved our family from Arizona to Minnesota four years ago. And as I talk about in this interview uh, today, it was probably one of the most difficult things that I walked through and just an incredibly trying season for us. And so I thought that given the fact that so many moms move in the summertime, this was a great topic for us to tackle. Yeah. And I've moved so much in my life. I've lived in 10 states. Yeah. (laughs) It's part of my story. I've never moved since I had kids though. So I've never moved as a mom, but I've moved so much as a kid. And I know you and I, Steph, we had a lot of conversations about that as you were moving. And, Mm -hmm. um, and I'm sure you'll talk about that with, um, our guest today, who's an expert on this topic. Um, and she's really, truly somebody very special to me, a full disclosure. Susan Miller is a dear friend of mine and my mentor, and she's been a part of my life, a wonderful fixture in my life for many, many years. She's also a renowned author and speaker. Yeah. Susan is the author of the timeless book, After the Boxes Are Unpacked, Moving On After Moving In, which was incredibly instrumental for me when I moved. Uh, She also wrote, But Mom, I Don't Want to Move, and My Journey, an in-depth journal for movers. Susan and her family moved 14 times. So to say she's an expert on the topic might be a little bit of an understatement. Yeah, I think so. (laughs) She now runs a global nonprofit organization called Just Moved that offers many resources and emotional and spiritual support to women who have moved or are facing life transitions. Susan's also a mother of two and a grandmother of six. She's from Scottsdale, Arizona, and she is incredibly delightful. Uh, I know you're going to enjoy our conversation, so let's get to that. Hey, Susan. Welcome to the Just Add Sprinkles podcast. Hey, Stephanie. I'm just delighted to be here with you. Oh, well, Susan, I um, I feel like we've got this personal connection because I went on my own moving journey across the country four years ago and read your book. And I have to tell you, it 
really transformed my experience. So I'm so excited to have you on the podcast today. Well, I'm delighted because, as I've said before, anytime I can speak into the lives of moving mamas and give them a little uh, tips to unpack after they move, then that delights me. Yes. Well, I think when it comes to the topic of moving, especially when it comes to us moms moving, you know, there's a couple of different main aspects. So first of all, taking care of yourself as the mom. Uh, and I want you to specifically address some um, tips and things that have worked for you and um, some of the other moms that have been in your circle of influence over the years. Uh, but then it also brings up the question of like, how do you move with children? Like, what are some ways that you can include them in the process and make it a little bit less uh, overwhelming to them? But um, I, I will say that I often, now that I'm four years past a large move for our family, we're definitely in a different spot than I was at the beginning. But moving was literally one of the hardest things that I've walked through. It was so well, hard. And you know, it, what a lot of women don't realize is that it's one of the top stresses, you know, right in there with death, divorce, it moving is huge. And a lot of times women just don't realize they're not alone. You know, this is, this is a big deal. It is huge. Yeah. It, it was incredibly, uh, not just stressful, but I'd say that there were waves of grief that I walked through too. Um, just like grief in any sense of the word, I feel like it, it would blindside me at times where I'd be incredibly sad one day, you know, about my life yeah. totally changing. And then the totally. next day would be a little bit better. Yeah. Uh, and so it was so unpredictable. But tell me a little bit about why the this topic is dear to you. Well, we moved 14 times in the corporate world. And then, of course, I have a military background. So, you know, you, you just put together a lot of moves between military and corporate. And my husband was in the hospitality industry. And in, in that industry, you move every two to three years, uh, climbing the corporate ladder. So, you know, moving became part of my, just part of my life. And I learned so much. I made so many mistakes and, you know, didn't get it right all the time. So that is one of the biggest reasons I wanted to help women is, hey, this is what you can do. This is what you shouldn't do. And I think the biggest thing you tapped in on that is the grieving process. Mm -hmm. Women don't realize they are going to go through that grieving process. Yeah. Um, and that actually is one question that I had for you is like, what are some of the biggest things that a mom faces when moving? Well, for all women who are moving, they face the whole uh, issue of loneliness, of that kind of moving anxiety, you know, that fear of the unknown. Will my children like where we're going? Will I like it? Will, you know, will I make friends? Um, a move is something a woman feels and a man does. Hmm. And so we we feel it. We leave behind community. We leave behind friends. We leave behind um, it, relationships are huge. And I think that's the biggest part of grieving is in what you've left behind with your 
friends and your relationships. So, you know, that it, it, it is so vital for a women, women to understand that, you know, I'm normal. I've got to get through this. And these are some steps I take. And of course, then you add being a mama and a moving mama and the stress and the concern. Uh, it, it, it's threefold. It's my goodness, you know, are my children going to adjust in school? And, you know, are they going to make any friends? And are we going to settle in? So, you know, moms face an enormous um box to unpack of emotions for themselves and their children. It's interesting that you mentioned that for a woman, a move is largely like a emotion, an incredibly yeah. emotional thing. Yeah. And for a totally. man, it's like a checklist, you know, like yeah, a, totally. this is what they do. I have to imagine that, um, at least even in my case, you know, our, our marriage really went through a difficult time when we were moving because oh, of that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Be still my heart. I mean, in my book, I have a whole chapter on that because moving will affect your marriage. And a lot of times, you know, women will come to me and say, oh, my gosh, my marriage is falling apart. And I'll say, have you just recently moved? Um, Just as one of the many things that can affect a marriage. But moving will because a lot of times you're on separate tracks and your husband may be working or trying traveling all the time and he's in a new job. Everybody welcomed him. Oh my goodness. He had instant friends. You move into a house. You don't know your neighbors. You know, it's like, I remember closing the door and looking at all the brown boxes and thinking, just bawling and thinking, what am I doing here? <laughs> oh my goodness. It's, I feel like it's bringing tears to my eyes thinking about it because that is totally how I felt. I actually remember there was one time that I was trying to get to Trader Joe's, um, the new Trader Joe's, uh, you know, in our new city. And I was using the map on my phone and for whatever reason it was not working and I literally just could not find it. And I pulled off to the side of the road with my three kids in the car and I just wept. I was like, I can't even get to the grocery store. That's so true. That is so true. And then you blame your husband. Oh, I blame Bill. I thought, you know, well, he just loves his job more than me. I never see him. His priorities are all screwed up. I mean, oh my gosh, I just took it all out on him. Yeah. And, you know, um, never really unpacked our marriage in a lot of moves, which mm-hmm. is not a good thing. Right. Um, you know, boxes, it's okay not to unpack everything but at once, but boy, do you need to unpack your marriage quickly. Mm. Yeah. So would you have a couple of suggestions for mamas that are going through a move or just have recently gone through a move when it comes to um, you know, maintaining a healthy marriage? Like, what are some things that they can do? Well, first of all, you've got to have, you've got to carve out some time together because really, in most cases, um, you know, your husband is preoccupied with work and rightly so if it's a new job, Mm -hmm. but, and you're preoccupied with getting the kids settled and settling into a house or an apartment or wherever, and you've got to regroup and just say, stop, you know, we've got to go for a walk. We've got to have some time just to us, um, to kind of 
talk through things. You need to understand. I would say to Bill, you don't understand how I feel, keyword feel. Mm -hmm. And he'd say, no, I don't. (laughs) And I said, and then, you know, but you need to be able to, to express how this is affecting you. I've lost my friends. You know, I don't know my way around. You know, I just feel like my whole life is in brown boxes. Mm -hmm. And I think that a lot of times it's It's not that our husbands don't care. It's that they're unaware. And so right place, right time, not what you say, but how you say it. Remember that. And, you know, it's important to convey those feelings. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I think that's really good. Are you guys loving Susan Miller? She is so amazing. And we'll get right back to her conversation about motherhood and moving with Steph in just a minute. Here is a real quick message about the sponsor for this episode of Just Add Sprinkles celebrating motherhood, Post Cereals. You can be the ultimate soccer mom with Post Cereals. Post Cereals is the official cereal of Major League Soccer and provides great fuel to play like Honey Bunches of Oats, the perfect combination of crispy and sweet flakes plus crunchy clusters plus a touch of honey. Pebbles Cereal Rocks, amazing flavors, crispy, crunchy rice, and iconic characters all come together perfectly to create a timeless breakfast classic. And don't forget Fruity Pebbles or Cocoa Pebbles, uh, yum. And listen up, friends, Post Cereal is running a sweepstakes starting in July through the Ibotta app for a chance to win $25 or $100. All you have to do is buy two or four boxes to be entered into a drawing for gift cards. So easy to sign up. It's all done within the Ibotta app. Now back to Steph and Susan. I would love for you next to speak to a three-step process that you kind of outlined um, a little bit on what takes needs to take place for women who are uprooted from by moving or even just a major life change. Absolutely. And, and it's key principles that, you know, gosh, I could talk all day on it because it affects every area, every change, every transition. And that is to let go and, and to start over and to move forward. You have to do, you can't start over until you begin to let go of everything you left behind. And I don't mean forget it, But you need to understand there are things you cherish that you've left behind and things you cling to. And if you cling to everything you left behind, that great friend, that great shopping outlet, you know, the great workout that you got there and all that. If you cling to that, then that's going to keep you from starting over. Hmm. You can cherish it, but not cling to it because you can't move forward with your life until you begin to start over. Hmm. So it's a three-step process that is vital in every arena of change or transition. Hmm. Doesn't that make sense, Stephanie? Oh, it totally does. Actually, um, one tidbit of wisdom that a mentor told me uh, about a year after our move is, and it was painful for me to hear, uh, but so important for me to just take in and really um, make some changes accordingly. She had just said, she's like, you know, you're going to have to let go of some of these friendships for Mm -hmm. you to have space for new ones. Totally. Totally. Um, And it doesn't mean that those past friendships from the past city weren't important or weren't incredibly transformational as a part of my life, but it just means we only have a certain capacity for a certain number of people. And uh, that was a 
huge game changer for me to be like, you're right. Like, I do have to do that. And that's sad. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a sad transition. But um, gosh, I'm so glad that I have found some new friends to fill in that, you know, those that space. Absolutely. Um, And that takes time, you know, and that's another thing I will say to our moving audience is, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day and you're not going to settle in, get the last box unpacked, sign up for the gym, get your kids situated and make friends in the first month you're there. It takes time and understand that and be good to yourself and know, understand the difference between cherishing cling, because when that clicks in your mind, you'll realize, yes, I will always remember my dear friend Jane, but she holds a different place in my heart now because we're not together every day. And I'll cherish that rather than cling to it. And then you can start over and move forward. Yeah. I actually really believe that it takes upwards of two years before I felt like this new city was my home. (laughs) Like I ran into somebody at the grocery store that I knew and those sorts of things. Um, It takes a long time. I wasn't going to say that, Stephanie. I didn't, oh, I you know, know but that little... is so true. No, you nailed it, honey. You nailed it. I always say one one year, it takes at least one year for you to stop comparing because yeah. I would always compare Atlanta traffic with Phoenix traffic. Sure. And I would always say, oh, Atlanta traffic is nothing like this. Well, who am I kidding? Of yeah. course it was. But you remember, <laughs> you remember things better than they were and yeah. you compare. And that's another thing to teach your children in school is not to compare. Well, you know, we were smarter at our school than you are here kind of thing. Mm. Comparison, it takes a good year to stop doing that. And you're right, up to two years to feel like you've solidified and got that middle of the night, three o'clock in the morning best friend, you know. Yeah, yeah. And relationships take a long time, you know, and being able to kind of adjust expectations to your new reality also take time. So yeah, I I can be the bearer of bad news. Like, so sorry, mamas that just moved. It's going to take a little while. But I really believe in as setting your expectations as close to reality as possible. And so recognizing that in a month, you're still going to have a little pain and you're still going to be working through some of that. And I think if you know what to expect, then it's a lot, you know, it's the unknown. I've always said a a woman goes into unknowns. Um, We're still magnolias, you know, Mm. for the most part. We can handle the big things in life, but it's those little things that'll undo us and unglue us. Mm. And so just knowing that is better than not knowing it, huh? Yes, yes, it is. It is so good just to... Call it what it's going to be like, and it's going to be hard. And to your point, it's one of the greatest life stressors that there is. And uh, yeah, it's incredibly tricky. But uh, here's what I'd love for you to speak to now is we've spoken just a bit to moving and how it affects children. Uh, But I'd love for you to share what key things a mom can do uh, to help prepare her kids for a move. Absolutely. Okay, mom, listen up. First thing is you need to share with everybody in the family as soon as possible that a move is coming. Age appropriately, of course. But your kids are going to ask three questions. Why are we moving, mom? 
where are we going and when? They're going to ask the why, where, when. And so for you to spend, uh, if you're a single mom or if you're married, for the two of you to sit down, if you're a single mom, hey, you can do it. Mm -hmm. But spend time explaining each answer and give as much information as you can. Because remember, children have the same feelings and the same emotions and the same fears that we do but they don't have the same coping skills. Mm. We're adults. We can cope better for the most part. So for you to share with them where they know um, why and they know where and they know when will be so helpful. Mm. And a lot of times moms will have big whiteboards in the kitchen and they kind of keep you know, keep their kids up to date by informing them, hey, moving van coming in two weeks, uh, return all your library books, you know, that kind of thing. Mm. Um, in other words, make it a team effort. That's mm -hmm. part of preparing them where they're involved. Mm -hmm. And another great thing to do is if you've moved as a child to share your childhood moves because that helps them feel like, well, gosh, mom really understands. So, mm -hmm. you you know, it's really good for them to know you're in the trenches with them mm -hmm. and they might need a little extra time. Um, you know, you need to focus on the positive and and just, you know, say, OK, go on the Internet. Let's discover, you know, what I'm going to say Phoenix, what Phoenix has that we can go and big adventure and, mm. and look at and visit and tour and all. So, you know, mom, you're the catalyst in the home. Mm -hmm. And if mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. Mm -hmm. So you're going to have to put forth that best stiletto, stand up strong and tall and do a lot of things for your kids that perhaps you might not feel at the time. You might be shaking in your boots, so mm -hmm. to speak. Mm -hmm. But um, you You've got to help your kids get through this understanding they don't have the same coping skills. Right. Yeah. I don't know if this was uh, your story, but with my kids, with three girls, um, they also didn't um, kind of go through them. They, they experienced the move totally differently. Uh, so one of them I have found is far more flexible in nature, just like how she was made. Uh, so a move was not even a big deal for her. We moved and she was like, okay, great. I get to go to a new school. <laughs> yeah. My other one really struggled. I mean, she loves predictability. And so a move is the least Every part of her yeah. life beca became unpredictable, and sure. she really struggled. Uh, and I, anyway, I just feel like for me, recognizing that each of them had their own journey to walk through and me being incredibly attentive to what they were feeling in the moment was really helpful for our relationships. Totally. Yeah, because if you have, you know, uh, they're all going to be different. And I remember our son got up and walked out of the room and our daughter just you know started crying and saying why mama why mama mm. so every child will react differently and yeah. age and yep. age will react differently yeah yeah for sure well uh, I have to imagine that there are some moms that are listening that are possibly walking 
with a friend through a move. So they're not moving themselves uh, or possibly they're getting ready to uh, welcome a new neighbor to their neighborhood that's just moved. Uh, I wonder if you have any suggestions of ways that we can support moms that are moving. You mean from the perspective of you're not moving, yes, but you're not your moving. friend is. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Well, first of all, um, throw a great big going away party for Yes. yes. <laughs> um, it, it, saying goodbye is huge. And so if you have a close friend or you have someone in your office or someone that you know is moving, um, just to recognize, one, that this is not easy for them. Mm. And, you know, to be as as understanding as possible if you have not moved. If you have moved, honey, you just flat click right in with her. You get it. Yeah. Um, so uh, goodbyes are huge, not only for moms, but for our children. Mm-hmm. To have closure is important. And you can support someone that is moving by saying, how can I help? Um, let me, I know you're overwhelmed. Let me help you make a list. Or l- let's set aside a day for for me to come over and help you pack. Mm -hmm. Do you need boxes? I'll help you with that. A physical, tangible way of helping is huge Mm -hmm. when someone is moving and feels overwhelmed. Um, I'll keep your kids for a day. I know you've got to run a lot of errands, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Hey, let me bring a meal over on your last night, or let me plan some meals the last week you're here. Your kitchen's packed up. So you see how that can encourage and help someone that's moving. Mm, Yeah, no, that is so good. And um, I'd also even say, and now I, it's a little bit tricky when somebody has not moved themselves really um, to understand the impact that it makes on somebody's life. But because I have moved cross country, I'll say that anytime that I hear that there's a new kid in one of my kids' classes, I am like, I literally search out that mom till the death of me. I'm like, I have got to talk to that mom and tell her it is so hard. I totally get it. How are you doing? And having eyes to see the new people, um, I think is just a heart that um, has developed in me after having moved. Well, and you will never know what that means to someone who is getting ready to move or has just moved for somebody to say, hey, I've been there, done that, and I've worn the t-shirt and it's no fun and and I get it. Just like you said, yeah. that is like a soothing, you know, uh, lotion on a sunscreen or a sunburn. <laughs> body, yes. And yeah, so um, yeah, and then... To help you understand, of course, it, it just the uh, just what a woman would go through to have her home uprooted, her life uprooted, even if you haven't moved, to do some of those things I've suggested, mm-hmm. it's, it's very important. Mm-hmm. Well, Susan, that's all such good information. Uh, what I would like to do in closing is finish out our conversation with our Just Add Sprinkles mom poll. So I've got three quick questions for you that we ask everybody that we interview uh, and you just answer as quickly as you can. Uh, So the first question, no pressure. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) uh, The first question is, what is a great book, movie, or show that you recently discovered? Oh my gosh, Toy Story 4. We haven't gone yet, but you went? 
Oh, it's so awesome. Oh, I loved it. Moms, dads, and kids. It's wonderful. Oh, yay. Yes, I'm hoping to take my kiddos this week, actually, because the weather doesn't look so great. So, yay. Uh, Okay, second question is, what is the last thing that you ordered on Amazon? Oh, a book. (laughs) A book. I buy buy so many things on Amazon. It's crazy. What book did you order? Gosh, don't ask me that. I think it was, um, well, I'll tell you what it was. It was a tiny, I don't want to go into all this, but anyway, I will. It was a tiny little book Uh um, called Make Your Bed, and it's filled with wonderful life lessons that are applicable to ourselves as well as our kids in any scenario. It is written by a retired Navy SEAL commander. Okay. And it's on what he learned um, during his time in as a Navy SEAL. Okay. And then he tells stories that attach to each life lesson. And, you know, it it, it was just a great quick read, okay. and I used it when I spoke with my um, high school graduate and okay. used those 10 things for him. That's awesome. Well, well, we'll make sure to link to that book in our show notes, so I love that. Well, our my last and final question is, how are you celebrating motherhood or grandparenthood? Because you've got grandbabies. Um, how are you celebrating both of those these days? I celebrate by being intentionally involved. Yeah. I think it's it's so important um, to be intentional about not only time with, but in long distance mm-hmm. uh, grandparenting or if you're, you know, you're grown up children live away, to find the means with which to stay in touch and be a part of their lives, to Mm -hmm. enter into their world. Um, Hey, that's how I learned all about texting and, you know, Instagram and you name it. I made every effort to enter into their world to learn how best to communicate with my children, which obviously are you know, grown and married and have kiddos. So I think it's to be intentional Mm -hmm. about being a part of their world. I love that. Well, Susan, you are a wealth of information. I so appreciate you being on uh, the podcast today. Thank you so much. I've loved it. Oh, gosh, I've loved it. Can you tell I kind of got on a roll here, Stephanie? (laughs) Well, I could have listened to you for much longer. (laughs) No, well, thank you. I really appreciate you being here. Well, thanks a million, Stephanie. Have a great day. Oh my gosh, I love Susan. She figured out Instagram for her grandkids. I mean, that's just... That takes grandparenting up to the next level. It's next level grandparenting for sure. Yeah. Kudos to Susan. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I know you all enjoyed that conversation, especially if you're in a life transition period of moving. Um, and if you want to find out more about our guest, Susan Miller, you can find out information on her website, justmoved.org. There you can uh, figure out her social media handles and get her book, which we all have also linked to in the show notes.
Yeah, for sure. Well, and if any mamas that are listening are in the middle of a move and a transition, one of the things that I didn't say in my conversation with Susan, I want to remind people of this, is that I always told my friends and myself in that transition period that I was like, you know, I'd rather it be painful because my I invested in this community than not. Uh, And so if you're undergoing just the pain and the grief of moving, like know that it's because you invested well into to the uh, your past community, and that that never goes away. It's always worthwhile, uh, in my personal opinion. Oh, Steph, that is so so true. I like I mentioned at the beginning, I moved. I've lived in ten states, but that doesn't count how many times I've moved within those states. And um, there was a time, a period of my career where I knew I was only going to be in certain places for a short period of time. Um, but I, that was my motto. I wanted to plant roots and I wanted it to be painful when I left. I wanted to, um, to really make investments in people and, and dive deep with people and then take their, those experiences with me. So you're right. If it's painful to move, it's because you did something right. I totally agree. And one of the things that you actually told me in the middle of my move or the beginning was teach your kids how to invest in long distance long distance relationships. Um, and so, so that's something that I've done. Yes. Because as I moved a lot as a kid and I don't have any connection to childhood friends before eighth grade, um, Mm. when I moved to Washington state and I am still friends with people I met in eighth grade, but from seventh grade and before that I have many, many memories of great friends, but no way to contact them. We did not keep in touch. It was before social media or email, obviously, but I just really had wished that I had my parents um, had established a pen pal situation for me because I just really, it's really kind of a a major regret in my life as I don't have any lifelong friends. Hmm. And, and I remember saying that to you as you were moving, I was like, your girls are young, but you have the opportunity to help them create these memories with these lifelong friends that as a parent, you really need to foster because they're unable to do it at their ages. So I'm glad that you did that. Yeah. And teach them to be good friends. You know, it's, yes. it's uh, much easier um, from my experience to stay friends with people that you see routinely. Uh, and that's so important, but it's a lot harder to keep long distance friends, but uh, those people do make up the fabric of our lives, you know? Yep. Um, and so much of who we are is largely because of the people that um, have surrounded us over the years. So yes, that's part of the great privilege of being a mom is raising kids to see some of those um, relationships as vital. So, yes, for sure. uh, well, a special thanks to our sponsor, Post Cereals. Uh, you can check out their giveaway through the Ibotta app. Uh, so until next time, moms, uh, don't forget to celebrate the little things that happen every day, whether you're moving or whether you're not in motherhood. Uh, and don't forget to just add sprinkles. For show notes and more information on this episode of Just Add Sprinkles Celebrating Motherhood, please visit citymomsblognetwork.com. There you can find more information on our topic, our guest, and our hosts. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a minute to give a review wherever you listen to podcasts so we can keep encouraging moms to celebrate motherhood and Just Add Sprinkles.